superchargers, headlights, and more. With over 122 million parts, eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. How is Dak Prescott, coach? This is the Rich Eisen Show. I mean, he looks great. I mean, he really does. I mean, he's in here every day, so um, I, I can't say enough about the progress he's made. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. It was a great day when his contract was completed for everybody here. The Rich Eisen Show. How about them Cowboys? Earlier on the show, Fox Sports college football analyst Joel Klatt. Coming up from NBC Sports, Peter King. Buccaneers general manager Jason Light. CNN host Jake Tapper. And now, it's Rich Eisen. All right, everybody. Hour number two of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. Peter Kane's going to join us in 20 minutes. Top of the hour. Next hour, our final hour. We've got two guests. Jason Light, the general manager of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He will join us. He got the whole band back together. It is a remarkable feat of free agency in the 21st century uh, to pull that off, let alone for a Super Bowl winning team where everybody wants to get theirs. And there wasn't a single one that reached in with both hands and demanded, if you will, theirs. And um, I can't wait to talk to Jason about that because um, there's also the sense out there that – it's an impossibility to do it in this day and age. And then there's the sense of still being able to plan over the steering wheel for the future at the quarterback position and not antagonize your goat quarterback. Who's got a closing window of opportunity. And how do you handle that? How do you handle that? What if Brady wants to play till he's 47, 48? I think that's likely. Why again, again, I guess you'll cross that bridge. Yeah. I don't know. But the best part about Kyle Trask being acquired, it's the second round pick. So if you don't get him on the field, you don't have to make a decision about a fifth year contract that's so darn expensive. You also don't get that contractual control. And that's the issue that the Packers have right now with the guy that they chose. The way to win championships in the NFL today, the two most, if you will, worn paths. Not every team is on one of these paths. Not either one. But the two most worn paths are the one that Tampa's on right now. Let's win with a a late goat, right? Let's win one. You You know, you'll see it with whoever might acquire Aaron Rodgers. That's one way to do it. It's a rare way to do it. Let's get somebody and let's win late with our veteran. You saw the Broncos do it with Peyton Manning. Mm -hmm. Elway's lone championship as an executive. So we've seen it. That's a way to go about it. The other way that everybody else is in on this boat, you've got more people in on this boat, is... Draft a rookie, win with the rookie while he is inexpensive. And you can win a championship by spreading the salary cap 
dollars around him. On the line, front of the quarterback, on the line to hunt the other quarterback. Cornerbacks to protect the back end of a defense to get your young quarterback back on the field, if not hand him the ball on a short field. That's what you want to do. And if you can get the weapons outside, you want to draft uh, a a receiver or two, you want to get one in free agency because you've got the cap dollars to do it, so be it. That's the way to do it. And the Packers decided to have both. Let's try and win late in the game with a GOAT, and let's plan over the steering wheel with a first-round drafted quarterback who we're going to eventually have to turn to. And Aaron Rodgers saying, I want to get paid. I don't want to be told when we're done here, I'm not going to get the tap on the shoulder that we're done in Green Bay until I want to get done with it. Absolutely demolishes Green Bay's opportunity to win a championship in the first contract of their first round drafted quarterback. That's why you always see these quarterbacks drafted in the first round get pushed into the starting role right away. The years and of of let's wait and let's have the quarterback marinate on the bench are largely over and it's so rare to have a team keep the kid on the bench and let him marinate and mature and learn and still win a championship in the first iteration of his contract is so rare Kansas City is the only one that's done it Think about it. They let Mahomes sit for 15 regular season games and then won it two years later. Mm. And now he's paid, and we're going to have to see what happens then. That's the ultimate issue in the NFL is can you win it in the first term of a player's contract and then pay him and still win it with that guy? Kansas City had an opportunity to do it Last year. We'll see what happens in the coming years with Mahomes. I proffer to say they'll be successful. (laughs) But this is what Green Bay tried to do. They had tried to have their cake and eat it. They try to have their soup that eats like a meal. They try to do all of those things. And Aaron Rodgers is trying to return the soup like an old man at the deli. Takes the soup. The sea is angry, my friends, in Green Bay. The sea is angry right now in Green Bay. Is that a Callaway Chrome song? Because he doesn't want to allow Green Bay to have both. Because to have both at some point means he can't have the finish of his career in Green Bay that he wants. And that appears to be the Rubik's Cube that they're trying to twist and figure out. You know my two cents. It's going to eventually turn, or at least it should, to say to Brian Gutekunst, Hey, you're going to be here for a very long time, and I understand that we're going to this kind of cuts you out at the knees a little bit here. But we're not trading Aaron Rodgers. That's a, that's not happening, and we're also not going to just like let him walk after one more MVP season and then go to Jordan Love then either. Like, what what is the plan here? Like, why did you draft him, and why didn't we talk to him? Why is this such a total complete mess? And then Jordan Love gets traded, <laughs> sort of like Jimmy G. So many people are like, that'll never happen. Well, why not? Rich, do you think that one person that Guggen, I can't even say his name, Brian, yeah, yeah, he had that power to make that decision solely on his own? Absolutely. Without discussing it? That's what him? they do in Green Bay. Well, I'm sure he talked about it with his staff. 
that kid's dropping. I'd love to know. How long did they target him? He keeps dropping. He keeps dropping. Let's go get him. Let's go get him. Let's trade up to go get him and not tell Aaron Rodgers, who we also know has a reputation for having an absolute elephant-like memory. If you don't know Aaron Rodgers after all this time and you've been in the organization since the late 90s like Gutekunst and you trade up to go get a replacement and you don't talk to him about it, what do you think is going to happen? Like, what do you think is going to happen? Like, the number of times I tell my children actions have consequences and I do look like, what do you think was going to be the result of your actions? (laughs) (laughs) You know, like, I've lost track. And part of it, too, with everything that I'm saying plays into... What this man on the screen, Brian Gutekunst's colleague in Tampa, is building with Brady. Because what Brady accomplished, I said this, I'm so, you know, I'm a table pounder for what we do on the show quite a bit. And I own up to anything that I'm wrong about, I will. And, you know, to avoid being wrong, I now have this magic eight ball to the side that I can always reach for (laughs) to make sure that I can check on my senses, Wait, sensibility, so Rich, my spidey sense. Guys in your position sense. don't admit when they're wrong. What I'm allowed to do about? that. Thank you, TJ. I appreciate you <laughs> saying that. But but when I'm right as well, Chris, I can't. And I always turn to you to to back me up. What what wasn't oh, it literally God. two three days after the Super Bowl saying the off season is all going to be about the Brady effect? The mm-hmm. other quarterbacks who are veterans in the league are going to look at what Tom has done in Tampa, has been allowed to do in Tampa, has been actually afforded in Tampa the if you will driver's seat to have all decisions made to dress the window of his opportunity. It was pretty much the day after the parade, I think. You were all over that. This is the Tom Brady effect, and you saw what Russell Wilson had to say in the aftermath of the Super Bowl. He sat there watching the game after winning the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award. He's sitting there with his lovely wife in the commissioner's box, and you could see the wheels turning in his head. At least that's what I thought. Look at what Tom's doing. Look at what Tom's doing. Look what's being done for Tom. Look what's being done for Tom in this league where everything is supposed to be done for the organization. Why is Tom the organization in a new spot that has nothing at all under the bridge with him? Not a bridge. There was no bridge. There's nothing under the bridge. There's no nothing. It's his first year with him. Come on in, Tom. We're not going to sit here and talk about how old you are. Damn it. Look look at our coaching staff. It's like Jurassic Park around here, mostly. (laughs) It was February 23rd. When you first said that. Two weeks after the Super Bowl that was already on the wall written in Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers is probably sitting there and he was staring at this guy comes into his house and does <laughs> to him what he's done to everybody else in the AFC. Now he's come and he's wrecked the NFC buffet as well. He's <laughs> turned the NFL into his personal Harrow Club. This guy is just a guy who's now personal also way to it. It's just that this this is the first offseason which it's going to happen too. What do you think's going to happen from here on out? I don't, and I don't know why this is hap- why this has become more prevalent now. Maybe it's because he went someplace else to do it. And so. plus, the number seven is just so stupid. You know, it, it, you know, it's 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 the greatest come out role, and you can have with a yo, right? Oh, seven every time, right? So his come out role in in Tampa is a seven. Pay the man with the odds behind it, and go for it. If you want to try it too. And just seven on top of it, 
It's just going to mess with everybody. You've won two. Normally, that gets you in the conversation for the Hall of Fame. Now it'll be like, okay, now what? You're going to win a third? Honestly, this is the way it's going to go in the NFL for a very long time, if not forevermore. Remember when Brady won his second and he was so young and you're sitting there going, oh my gosh. Then he wins in one back-to-back and then you're like, oh my gosh, he's won three out of four. And it was just like, you still have a way to go. I mean, it's incredible. He's already made the Hall of Fame. He's barely 26, right? Five years in, he's got three rings. But then it was after that. He went through a very long drought until this last stretch. And it was like, what are you going to do, Tom, to get to Montana and Bradshaw? Can you actually do it? Because that's the next mountaintop. And he takes that mountain. He puts another mountain on top of it in his 40s. Quarterbacks forevermore are going to be measured in in an unmeasurable way. And the guy who's helping make sure that it can get to even more unmeasurables on our third hour of the show and Jason Light, he got the whole band back together. And I'm sure that's an amazing feat for any general manager. And I'm sure Brady had to help. Because if somebody's thinking about going in with both hands and taking a little bit more than they should, again, I'll just use the, the, the analogy again. Chris... You know, if you're so fortunate to have more children or whatever, or certainly those around you. Last night, I cooked barbecue for uh, Suze and my mother-in-law and the kids for Mother's Day. I cooked, and Susie then put like a bowl of chips on the table, and every hand got in there. <laughs> right in front of their mother-in-law, who was just like, you know, actually take the chips and put it on your plate. Don't dig in with both hands, you grubby fingers. <laughs> grubby fingers. Oh, but... but that's Tom Brady. You're going to dig in with both hands? Uh, yeah, I am. What, uh, uh, with Tom Brady, for the chance to, to not play for the Tom Brady and upset no, the apple cart? No, I thought you meant Tom Brady digging in with both hands no. to keep winning. What I'm saying is the players who might think, like, let me dig in with both hands and get mine. Uh, let no, me get no. mine. I just want a Super Bowl. I'm going to get mine. And there's Tom Brady sitting there. Uh, hold on a second. Like, do you want to play with me? You want to keep winning? You want to keep winning? Yeah. Really? Did you did you not enjoy that boat ride? I've got now fifty five foot boat of my own. Well, yeah. Seven, I, I, honestly, seventy seven. I didn't mean. Seventy seven. He upgraded. Did he do that specifically because it matches the front great, and back great, number great matches question. his number of rings? Not sure. Oh, Some a, people name the boat upgraded. after the number of rings that they have. Others will buy the boat length to match. <laughs> The number of rings that they have twice over. Well, after next year, it's going to be 88 feet. Uh, on it. So that's, the, that's <laughs> be like, yeah. the whole scenario being laid out here. For years to come, we don't even, we can't even fathom the way that Brady has upended the NFL Harrow Club buffet. You're already seeing the start of it right now. But then for years to come, Mahomes, hey, Pat, great job. You got your uh, billion-dollar deal, right? Your half-billion-dollar deal, right? You now own part of the the Red the Royals. Great job. Great job. You win MVP year two. You win Super Bowl MVP year three. Great job. Great job. You just won your third? Oh, you're not even halfway to Brady. <laughs> That's the way the best face of the NFL currently, right now, with the golden yellow brick road in front of him, skipping off to Oz which is Canton. And, <laughs> and on that yellow brick road, he wins his third, which is two away right now. It's great job. You're not even halfway to the guy who beat you for his seventh. 
I'm telling you, we don't even, we can't even fathom it. Jason Light, hour number three. Jake Tapper, hour number three. Let's take a break. We're back with Peter King. We'll hit the Bob Baffert uh, Kentucky Derby controversy. Hope you didn't rip up those tickets. <laughs> uh, it wouldn't matter if you did, but you get my point. Peter King, when we come back. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung, and that means spring cleaning, or at least the partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Big word alert. Big word alert. Antonio Brown says he's moving past it. He's in a new place, and the Raiders would love him to move on. But clearly there's some sort of animus towards a guy that does not appear to have a a single reason in a bone in his body to have animus thrown in his direction. It's really something else. What are the Steelers going to do? strong dislike, hostile attitude, or an ill feeling towards someone or something. Animus. After Michigan got their butts kicked again by Ohio State, (laughs) Rich had animus for all Buckeye fans. Nice. Big word alert. Big word alert. So let me let me turn this one to Great you job. then. Uh, who Frank Caliendo out of your oeuvre of uh, <laughs> yes, uh, of I your, like to think of it as the Louvre, the Louvre of your of your uh, your voices. Uh, who would be the biggest Game of Thrones? I don't know the 
word? You know word? Let's go, let's go. Ouvre, a noun, the works of a painter, composer, or author regarded collectively. Ouvre, my ouvre as a DJ and an audio executive is unmatched. Really? Yeah. And that's it for today's Big Word Alerts. You're welcome. Tufo with his hands on hip and the point. <laughs> Excellent acting. Those Mike. were really I mean, fun. You should get I'm your SAG card. I, Do you have a SAG card? I should have one. You should have I mean, one. It's the only I mean, union you're probably have, not part of, right? I should have the EGOT. <laughs> I should have How many unions are you a part of, Mike? Five. I have to be in one for... You're not including New Jersey, right? Union New Jersey. No. By the way, did you see... Do you follow New Jersey's Twitter account? Oh, that's the best. Right? Did you see yesterday's? No. Shout out out to your mother was the the tweet from the New Jersey account (laughs) yesterday. They literally are the best. They troll other states. Yesterday's Mother's Day tweet from... Shout out to your mom. Shout out to your mom. They, they know who they are. Whoever runs that account, (laughs) very aware of who they are. They troll New York. Pennsylvania. It's a great Twitter account. They really are. They're good. It's well done. Shout out to your mom. It was the Mother's Day tweet I from mean. the official account of New Jersey. Oh, my gosh. They are. 844-204-RICH, number to dial. 844-204-RICH, number to dial here on this uh, Rich Eisen Show radio affiliate. Um, we're uh, appreciative of everybody uh, uh, who uh, listens to us every day, having us here every day. And we love being here on NBC Sports on Peacock and part of the NBC Sports family. Um, is a man whose football morning in America column is must-read material, as it was once again today. Peter King back on the Rich Eisen Show. How are you, Peter? Rich Eisen, how are you? I am doing better for talking to you, Peter. Um, so let's let's get into it here. Um, I, I agree with you. The Aaron Rodgers situation is quiet, and usually when it's quiet after such a loud burst um, is, you know, not just because everybody's back to their corners and digging in, uh, Something, something's probably going to be afoot, if not now, uh, the next week or so before, you know, the June 1st um, calendar hits and then mandatory mini camps may appear and then be blown off. And then this whole thing gets blown up again. I'm wondering what you're hearing about Aaron Rodgers and the Packers as you and I converse here. Not a lot, Rich. I mean, as I wrote my column, I think that uh, that the two sides are essentially uh, are trying to let things simmer down. And, I mean, the Packers, obviously, with their multiple trips out to California, understand that there's a problem. Uh, obviously, uh, the, uh, you know, the Packers understand that, that the relationship um, is teetering right now. And, but they have said basically, hey, look, we're not trading you. I, I almost think that if, you know, Matt LaFleur gets on the phone with Aaron Rodgers right now or Brian Gutekunst or Mark Murphy gets on the phone with Aaron Rodgers or with David Dunn, his agent, somebody might say something that they might regret. Uh, not not Aaron necessarily because uh, you know the team has to deal with him. So I kind of think we're in a little bit, as I wrote today, of the calm after the storm. 
I still can't believe it a year later, Peter, that this is getting to the point where it is right now. As you know, Mike Holmgren said he would never have allowed it to happen with his star right. player ever. And I still can't believe it. Like, as I said in the previous segment, Peter, that I I lost track the number of times that my wife and I have told our children all under the age of 13 when they did something and our reaction was a certain way that they did not like. That what what did you expect your consequence to happen like what your from your action that Gutekunst never gave Rogers a heads up and never spoke to him afterwards about it in the immediate aftermath or attempted to and got rebuffed yeah. like is, is that really what happened like he just thought I'm gonna trade up to go get this guy and then uh you know Aaron will just be the usual uh if you will good soldier like did that really happen do you think I think for a long time you know in Packerdom um it's one of those deals that, you know, the uh, the general manager picks the players, the coach coaches the players, and the players play. And there's not a lot of concern by the front office uh, to say to the players, hey, listen, here's what we're doing and here's why we're doing this. Which to me, and I, I would be very surprised if the Packers haven't already said something in their meetings with Rogers and with that they haven't already said something like, okay, we're going to be more open. We're going to be more transparent with you in the future, blah, blah, blah. Uh, because clear that's, that's the easiest thing to do. And I also wouldn't be surprised if Mark Murphy will, uh, will intercede at some point in the next month or so and say, okay, here, here are the things here, here is the thing or things that we're going to do to change. But, you know, Rich, you're right. You know, for everyone who says, uh, you know, for everyone who says, basically, uh, you know, this is the way, well, this is the way our business is. My boss doesn't come to me, even if I'm a, a, a treasured employee, my boss doesn't come to me and said, hey, I just want to warn you, here's what we're going to do next. Here's the decision the company is making. And, you know, and I do understand that this is really a different story because this basically impinges or infringes on Aaron Rodgers' job. You know, the fact that they're taking a quarterback in the first round, and I get that. But so I think that Mark Murphy is going to do something to change the landscape or offer to do something to change the landscape. And we'll see if that's going to be enough. And I, I don't, I really don't think it is, but we'll see. No, and, and in that regard, um, Peter King here on the Rich Eisen Show, there was a conversation that, what, was there already a, a negotiation that fell apart that that wound up blowing up on draft day? And, I, you know, I, I, I don't ever want to get in the middle of, you know, who told Adam Schefter what and when he told him. And that, you know, that, that was front and center in our business last week, but... The only reason why it's germane is was there a negotiation that was going on that that blew up um and and if so why i mean if 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 this is about aaron getting the contractual dollars and cents on the table that would um preclude them having the ability to turn to jordan love when they wanted to um then why would he say no to something like that? What it, what was going on behind the scenes that led to I don't know. All of this? I don't know the answer to that, other than to say that I was told 
by somebody who I trust would know that this is not about his contract. This is about other things. Huh. Now, I'm sure that I'm sure that there is some dissatisfaction with the contract based on everything that is involved here. But but again, Rich, my only the only knowledge I have is before I wrote last m- Monday, uh, I was told by somebody I trusted that this is about the way Rodgers is treated and the way that the organization handles him, not about his contract. So, again, I could be wrong on that. That's what I was told. And we'll see how big a factor the contract is going down the road. Well, the only reason why I bring up the contract is because soon guaranteed money is gone, and that allows more flexibility for the mm-hmm. team to say goodbye to him, although he still has a say in where he gets to go. I understand all that. But, again, and this is why Terry Bradshaw, in my estimation, Peter, was so off about equating you know, Mark Malone being drafted as a first-rounder while he was – you know, eventually, I guess it turned out to be three years, four seasons removed from his last season. And he kind of said, you know, I, I, I wouldn't didn't pay that any mind and Aaron shouldn't pay that any mind is that there the, the finances are different. And, you know, the way that teams build championships in the NFL right now is either go the Tom Brady route or trying to win with an older quarterback who's still quite uh, terrific, like what Green Bay's can trying I, to do can I, or sure. Can I just can I tell you can I tell you why I don't really think it's about the contract please go for it because because okay so Aaron Rodgers just had an MVP season had one of the greatest seasons of his life if Aaron Rodgers has another one of the greatest seasons of his life this year and Jordan Love doesn't get on the field except to play some in the preseason do you think there's any chance in the world that the Packers after this season would trade Aaron Rodgers or would somehow part ways with Aaron Rodgers? No. That's why I don't I, – I, and again, look, I don't know. I, I'm just telling you, I don't know. All I know is that I try to sort of think of what happens. And everybody who keeps saying that, well, if there's no guaranteed money after this year, the Packers can just get rid of him. The Packers are going to get rid of him if he stinks, but he's not going to stink. You know, he's, he's not going to stink. Now, look, if he gets hurt and Jordan Love comes in and plays great, then probably he's gone. I get that. But under the, under the circumstances that we are faced with now, if Aaron Rodgers plays like Aaron Rodgers and plays a full 17-game season or very close to it, the Green Bay Packers are not getting rid of Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. But then what? It's not. It's not sensible. Right. So, um, last one for you on the subject matter. Then is then what does Aaron Rodgers want? I mean, is it Gutekunst's head on a on on a pike like uh, Ned Stark? Spoiler alert! I don't to think use he the wants every look. Whoa. You know why Aaron Rodgers is too smart to want Gutekunst fired? Right. Because because if he gets, let's just say. For the sake of argument, right. let's just say right. that uh, that the Green Bay Packers announce tomorrow that Brian Gutekunst has been fired, 
And, uh, you know, and we're doing this because we want to pave the way for Aaron Rod- or however they would announce it. Okay. Just imagine that. Okay. As I wrote in my column today, Brian Gutekunst, since taking over as general manager in his three years, the Packers have a better record than the New England Patriots. Okay. And what would Aaron Rodgers be known for? He'd be known for running a general manager out of town who's got a record of whatever, like 34 and 17. You know, he, he doesn't want to do that. That's why I, I look, I, I, Rich, I'm going to just tell you this. I do not have a direct pipeline to Aaron Rodgers. I'm not Pat McAfee. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just simply trying to read tea leaves. And when I heard that Rodgers wants uh, Brian Gutekunst fired, maybe he does want Brian Gutekunst fired. And so I'm just saying to, I'm saying to you, absolutely unequivocally, I could be wrong. But to me, Aaron Rodgers would have his fingerprints all over the firing of a general manager who's 34 and 17 in his three years. And what sense does that make? You know, I, I just, I just don't see it. I, I just don't see it. Peter King here on the Rich Eisen Show. Another aspect of your of your piece today in Football Morning in America, which you could see on uh, on Pro Football Talk, NBC Sports, NBCSports.com. Um, was the odds that you had for a new Deshaun Watson home should he prove to emerge from what we in the NFL media refer to his situation as a viable NFL quarterback or viable citizen. Um, and with put it all together, um, why do you choose 2022 as the possibility is there no you know what 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 are you hearing that makes you think 2021 i I mean all i'm hearing is that i think most people around the nfl believe that deshaun watson's season this year is going to be interrupted by either trials or a suspension or both and so Mm. That's why I say, here's my best guesses for where he's going to be in 2022. Maybe he'll be somewhere in 2021. But don't you think right now, until all of his legal stuff is played out, and until the NFL rules in some way, how in the world, if you're an owner of a franchise, how how if you're Jeffrey Lurie right now, do you stand at a press conference and announce that you have just traded for uh, a guy who has been accused by whatever, 21 or 22 women of sexual assault or sexual harassment, whatever, whatever the, the, the courses say, the cases exactly say, mm-hmm. I just, you can't do it. So, I mean, I, I put 2022 in there for a very simple reason that, I just think his 2021 season is a washout. And so, um, I, you know, the, the concept of the Eagles being, uh, being sitting at the top of your list of, of, of um, you know, odds on the next football team, you have Philadelphia 3-1. to one. I mean, they've got all those first-round picks, right? 
I had I put it straight to Howie Roseman last week, you know, trying to keep him away from getting popped for tampering. But, you know, um, the way that they've attempted, you know, the Jalen Hurts, the way that the coach is sitting here saying there's a quarterback competition with Joe Flacco because they just got there. It's clear to me that Hurts has got a year to figure this thing out in Philadelphia yeah, because exactly. if not, it's sitting right there Jalen on the T4. Jalen Hurts has the job in his hands. If he plays great, if he is uh, Dak Prescott this year, right? then I doubt the Eagles are going to go get a quarterback. And then they will have the true luxury of having a quarterback on his rookie deal for the next two years. Now, they can't have it for three. They, you know, because he was a second round pick, but they can, they can, they can have a quarterback on a rookie deal with all of these high picks and probably two years from now, the money to spend in free agency on missing pieces. They'd be in fat city if Jalen Hurts is a really good player, but you know, I think it's probably more likely than not, not certain, but more likely than not that they'll be looking for a quarterback, uh, you know, at some point this year or next. So that's why I put them there. They've got all the resources to do so. But, I mean, I had them tied with Carolina because I think if if they decide that they want to go get this player, they're going to be very, very aggressive in trying to do so. Well, I think it's also wise for you, Peter, to look at the other conference because you know that's where Houston would want to send him. And we, we, right. we also know that, that Watson, again, uh, this is all – um, assuming that he does emerge this uh, through this as a viable quarterback and citizen of the world, Washington would be, I mean, just a dynamite spot because they also didn't really go in a direction this year other than to look at 2021, right? They, they, right. Didn't, they, they yeah. didn't go so that's, in. That's why those three teams are my top three teams uh, in this because they all um, look like they could need quarterbacks in 2022. And all of them, each one of them, uh, have very aggressive front offices and or uh, an owner. And so all of them, I think, this this really could be, especially if the Deshaun Watson outcome is not as bad as everyone thinks it, it, it looks right now, if, if then they're going to have, it's like, you know, I wrote about the Dolphins at the top of my column. One of the things I said about Chris Greer is how he uses leverage. He used leverage to get a great deal out of Houston for Laramie Tunsil. Uh, and he used leverage to get a really good deal out of the 49ers for the third pick in the draft. Smart teams know how to use leverage. And I'm pretty sure that Nick Casario worked under Bill Belichick for 20 years and knows how to use leverage. And I, I mean, this is a, all speculation again, Peter. And I, you know, normally you and I don't live in this realm, but but it is still out there, and it's stuff that I hear, and I'm sure you know you're hearing it too. You know, the the, the Dolphins still have a hankering for Deshaun Watson, and if not vice versa, you know, uh, Will Fuller is now on that team. Um, you mm-hmm. and and again, the fact that the Texans took a kid with their first draft choice this year. I mean, with all their holes to fill. To me, to me, puts the writing they completely... one pick in the top 80. Please. One... They're they an expansion a team. <laughs> they are an expansion team. That's what they I'm have saying. one pick in the top 80. Right. And they pick a quarterback. 
And Nick Casario says, in essence, oh, that doesn't mean anything. It doesn't, it, this is not anything about Deshaun Watson. Please. That's the please. way. That's Stop. the that's the why right and and the fact that we have not heard okay because you know you have to assume let's put it that way let's let's live in the realm of of again assumption and and speculation that Watson and his team want out of Houston immediately and want to turn the page mm-hmm. immediately if they possibly can and do it this year they don't want to sit around and have Davis Mills and Terod Taylor take his job while he's sitting around in a in a as you said, in a, in a court proceeding, or uh, if he is going to take a suspension from the NFL, do it right away, but with a new team where he's already with new teammates and he can already do what he usually does, which is ingratiate himself into a new community and it's, and it's good works. Um, put it all together, you know that there's going to be that sort of want and desire from Watson's team. The fact that we have not heard from a lawyer who has put everything on Instagram the minute this thing came free makes me think that there might be something happening with Watson trying to settle. And that's why this is quiet. This is very, very quiet right now, especially when there's Mm -hmm. a lawyer involved who could not put more on his Instagram account to put pressure on Watson, who I think wants this thing done with right now. I'm wondering what you're hearing about all that that you're no, that you can I, share. I, I you know, Rich, I hate to say it. I'm not really covering the story. I'm I'm just not. It's uh, you know, I'm just not I'm not doing very much with the story. Right. And so I have not had nose to the ground about why is it so quiet, but what you're saying makes total sense. That's why I'm saying it's completely speculative, Peter. You know, and and I and I know yeah. you don't usually it, it, it's it's speculative, but it is sensible. So um, put it all together, and you know those are the two biggest stories that we have. Is there another one that we're missing in this off season? That as we're hitting the schedule on Wednesday, what what could be happening? Is it a another quarterback situation that could come no, to the I fore? No, I think only. I think the only the only other thing that really interests me right now is. You know, how will Jimmy Garoppolo play? I think he's going to start the season with the Niners uh, and will start as the starting quarterback. And then we'll see how long he hangs on to his job. He might hang on to it for the full year. He drives them deep in the playoffs. I don't. I think the 49ers will keep him next year. That's amazing. But, you know, everything right there, because I believe if they had gotten a great offer for him on draft day or draft weekend, they would have, they would have taken it. But... Um, that's the other story I think that's really interesting right now. What happens at quarterback in San Francisco? Peter, I really appreciate the time. Thank you so much, as always. Hey, no problem, Rich. Enjoyed it. Right Take back. Care. Thanks, Peter. That's Peter King right here on the Rich Eisen Show. Uh, look, and I, I'm, I'm also loath to dive into the, to the speculation, but that's, I'm putting it all together. Wouldn't you think Deshaun Watson would want this thing over and done with as fast as he can, with his reputation as intact as it possibly can? And we're just, again, that's going to take some doing for him. Mm-hmm. And hopefully, again, that's all it would be for him. Because if he did touch a woman, then that's a whole different ball of wax and we shouldn't even be talking about football. But if that's the case... Why isn't the where is the Houston police investigating all of this? And where uh, uh, honestly, the fact that a lawyer who used social media as much as he did for as long as he did, I bet you if you Googled Tony Busby's name and hit latest for the news, I, I don't I don't know the last time the guy put out a statement. 
Stand by. Don't you think he would have put out a statement? Like, if this was really, if this was like before the draft, don't you think he'd do it the night the night that Davis Mills gets drafted? The reason why the Texans drafted this guy is they know that my clients are telling the truth. Don't you think he would be hitting hard with both fists, this guy, on Instagram? And he didn't do a thing. Nothing. It's been about a month, I think, Chris. It's kind of like the last thing I'm seeing. Is that what you're seeing, right? You yeah, know what I'm saying? Like in the, the, in the I, two to four weeks. Again, I know yeah. I'm living in the world of speculation, and that's always very dicey. But if he's really putting the screws to Deshaun Watson, don't you think that that would have been a perfect time? Friday night, Instagram, congratulations to Davis Mills. We welcome you to the city of Houston, and it's obvious that Deshaun Watson's not going to be on the team this year because they know my clients are right. He didn't do it. That's why I'm thinking something's up for 2021. Could be wrong. Take a break. Your phone calls, 844-204-RICH, and set up our two guests' third hour. Jason Light of the Buccaneers, Jake Tapper, the novelist, and friend of the program, and me. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. Okay, let's go to the phone lines. Adam from Philadelphia, you are on the Rich Eisen Show. Adam? Hey, Rich. Listen, I've been a huge baseball fan my whole life, but I'm having a hard time watching the game these days. Mm. All the strikeouts and all the shit. Once time travel becomes a basic mode of transportation, I'm definitely transporting back to the eighth inning of Game 7 in the 2003 ALCS, just so I can tell Grady Whittle to take Pedro out of the game. Wait a minute. If I do that, then Whittle won't get fired. And Tito Francota won't get hired and guide the Sox for the first championship the next season. Whew, scratch that. Man, forget it. That was way too close to actually happening. How do I pretend that I'm actually paying attention to what Rich is saying right now? Okay, I'll nod my head a few times, crinkle my brow, and move some levers on the console. That always works. And then on top of it all... I, and, you know, I don't want to hear people say to me that there's only five seconds left in the clock. Jalen Brown inbounds to Tatum. Tatum gets double teamed. He throws it to Chris Brockman. Brockman heaves it from half court. It's good! Unbelievable! What a shot by Brockman! Danny H just pulled another rabbit out of his hat with the acquisition of this Brockman kid. Man, I'm living a charm life. I get to come in here every day, mix this great show, and then go off to Big Fox and get to work on some of the biggest events in sports. How can I show my appreciation to all these great people? Hey, 
What's Doug the Pug up to? Warm takes. Manuel, of course. I've watched every episode of you on Entourage. Oh, thank you. Yeah, that, that's very flattering. It's not the first time someone said they've gotten lost in my eyes, but thank God my girlfriend Sarah's not a mind reader. Or is she? Uh, hey, <laughs> how about those Red Sox, huh? Warm takes. Strikeouts. Shifts. Strikeouts. Shifts. Our good buddy Jeff in Detroit is back here on the Rich Osage Show. How you been, Jeff? Wonderful. That's so heartwarming, the whole thing. I mean, the music is amazing. Because it's so real. You guys yeah. don't listen to me. <laughs> Honestly, I come here, you don't listen to me. I go home, my children don't listen to me. Well, I listen, Who listens Rich. to me? You know what listens to me? Listen the, to the loyal listeners of this program. I listen to you. TJ listens to me. Most of the time. Brockman listens. Say what? <laughs> we listen. Say what? Say what? Uh-huh. We do, right? Huh? We listen. Thank you. Brockman doesn't listen to me. I know that. I don't listen to Brock. 844-204-RICH, number to dial here on the Rich Eisen Show. Um, and uh, we're here on Peacock. We're also here on this Rich Eisen Show radio affiliate back here on the Rich Eisen Show. Um, reading the writing on the wall is sometimes very difficult for people, right? Especially when it's hieroglyphics, Rich. Wouldn't you say that? Yeah. Um, you know, sometimes it's very difficult for, um, I guess, Particularly wealthy people sometimes will read the writing on the wall because sometimes they're the ones who write on the wall, right? They're doing the right. They usually on the wall. So did you see that apparently three members of the Super League are still holding on tight? Yeah. Did you see that? One of them is Juventus. Well, That's and Real Madrid too, right? Three members of the Super like Juventus is my team. It, it, it's, it's kind of Juventus. like the only thing I can equate this to and again, just because we put everything together, Roger Bennett came on when the Super League was created and wow. was lamenting and was depressed and was ready to, you know, like we had to, we had to like take his belt and shoelaces away from <laughs> yeah. him when he called oh, yeah. in the show <laughs> for Men and Blazers. And then two days later, Super League's gone, mm-hmm. finished, like it never happened. Poof, like Kaiser Soze, gone. And, um, and he calls in jubilant, like we've never... It was that was amazing. It was amazing. <laughs> uh, I mean, you could, you can't make this stuff up, it right? Great. It was great. Um, the, these three teams that are still into the Super League, right? The three clubs. Uh, it's kind of like the Seinfeld episode where George found that club filled with supermodels. <laughs> <laughs> got to enjoy it, right? For as long as they got to enjoy it. And then they told everybody about it. And then they went back and the club was gone. They still try to get in there. And Roger said the reason why the teams outside of the UK that were so into it is because their leagues, La Liga and what have you, are falling apart. Right. The Premier League is still very strong. Yes. So they're looking for a way out. But Juventus could be bounced from Serie A if they don't I know. They're facing expulsion Surreal, me. If, if they don't uh, withdraw. Expulsion. Juventus and... Um, Real Madrid and Barcelona. They're still, they're still hanging on Barcelona for dear life. Still in, yeah. That one made me laugh out loud. I mean, what are Can they? you read? Can you... I mean, the other, the other... The UK clubs are out. They're never coming See back. Ya. Right? 
Some some of them are even hoping to get on the pitch in their own in their own towns without people still flipping out. I really hope this is somehow worked into Ted Lasso. Oh, too. season two. Like that's it's, two. Like it's got to be right. Oh, was it already written in the can though? Is the question? I'm not sure. It premieres end of July, yeah. season two. So, so Chris may, and I weren't sure. If I don't know. I don't think maybe so. Maybe they still got some time. I don't know. To work it in, season two is going to be lit. <laughs> Hopefully, he's there. He's there. <laughs> they should make it like Ted's idea. They should have, they should have, I mean, if I'm, if I'm workshopping it, like, cause I'm assuming this thing was already way down the road, maybe way down the road. I'm assuming it's way down the road. They've got to do a reshoot where Ted just like sitting in his office comes up with an idea and it's the super league. And it bounces it off, and they're all like, "No, that won't work." <laughs> and and that's it. And it's just like it's sort of it's sort of like a little wink and a nod that we're out here. Yeah. We get it. Yeah. And then it just it's Ted's idea. <laughs> you know what I mean? That would be the win. To just rip it straight from the headline, just do one quick reshoot, put Ted in the sweater. Yep. Get just a couple of the guys left. You know. Yeah. He's in his office. They could shoot it at Sudeikis' house. Just, real They'll just quick. put get it just in there, quick. and he, it's his idea. You know what we should do, guys? Certainly. <laughs> How about we just get out of this whole rigmarole and we start our own thing? <laughs> you know, come up with some phrase what his mama used to tell him. Yep. Barbecue so. You just finished it this weekend, right? Just finished yeah. last night. It is from everything you've heard about it. It's that. It is and, that and more. That I know, right? Some, yeah. That and, that and more. What'd you do this weekend, Mikey? Worked Sunday. Okay. Saturday was a little relaxy. Okay, very good. And then you, the boat? you got on the boat? Uh, Your new boat? Uh, Friday. Okay. Nice. And then I saw um, Sarah's um, Instagram stories. You're all grown up, man. <laughs> I in the crib. Saw, no, 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 no. I saw the, the, the show you put on at home. The show of affection oh, for for you know, I try for Sarah's second like this is her second first Mother's Day with an actual like fully forming human being though. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Her last, Mother's Day last, last year, year was just trying to get from meal to meal and get your kid. But yeah, it was. We were the, still waking up every four hours. And, this is the first Mother's yeah. Day where 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 Cage is close to being a. a an actual fully forming human being here. Yeah, yeah. He he talks. We don't really know what well, he's I saying. Saw it. You should have seen it. But he's talking a lot. Flowers, very nice arrangement. Had to be at least three figures in the arrangement. It was uh, had to be. It was bigger than I expected. Had to be. It's possible I took someone else's order. No, no. Because <laughs> again, up. I just saw it. I'm, I'm like this guy who used to complain that you know when lunch was on him and you ordered the more expensive. Sports drink. Like, that's the way the Rich Eisen show launched with Chris Brockman in that regard. True. That picture is the best. Very impressive. I couldn't have been more happy for Sarah and for you and that you're all grown stuff. Jason Light, GM of the Champion Buccaneers, coming up in a second. He's a champion. I mean, I saw, I saw the whole thing. I mean, well, made my famous French toast. You did. You made more. Oh, nice. Oh, man. Make coffee. I figured out how to use the coffee machine. You Wait, got her. Well. You got her an autographed Dansby Swanson card. Uh, yeah, I got That's her some thoughtful uh, and he's yet also self-serving. But we're, very, we're a bunch very of, yeah, thoughtful. Bunch of Braves memorabilia. That was my favorite part of the whole thing. 
Like because I'll just say it, he's he's been going ham buying ham, cards ham. over the last few months, so he gets Sarah a few Braves cards, which is smart. No, I know it all works out in the end. It all goes to the same bottom line. It all goes to the same coffers. But I'll just say, I just honestly, this is a man who once upon a time used to never he 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 would give gifts. Still that would Tupperware just be, rich. Well, yes, he would wrap the. The top and the bottom of the Tupperware that he was <laughs> way late thing. in returning that as was a gift. So funny. It was so good. You know, I mean, <laughs> honestly, you're it, you're. Uh, thumbs up, man. I'm trying. Thank you, sir. Thumbs up. May I learn from the best? Oh, is that me? Watching you. I mean, is that best right? dad ever, bro. I mean, you yeah, are man. an example for Brockman. Rich. Am I really, Chris? Really? I would say yes. How am yeah. I an example? I would say. Uh, like I, I knew you when I was in a different point in my life. Yes, you were. Yes. And I see your beautiful family and the way your relationship is at home. Thank and you. Good. It was uh, something to aspire to. You make him a better man. I just was Rich. never ready for Look it. Look at that. Until recently. But you didn't think you were ready for it. I didn't think I was ready. I wasn't sure it was going to happen. You just never met the right person. That's right, exactly. So you never know when that's going to happen in your life. Like, it's never too late. I, I keep telling people uh, that. It's never too late. Yeah. I mean, the podcast I mean, started... When the podcast started, oh, it was, it was, it was it's about it's 11 years ago now or 10 yeah. years ago now. Different guy. 10 years ago now. Yeah. 10 years ago or 10 and a half years ago, it started with his girlfriend at the time. You, you fell out of a tree, right? <laughs> you <laughs> fell out of an yeah. apple tree. You were picking apples and you fell I, out of the tree. Avocado tree. Avocado? I mean, yeah. and, and I had like this like foot long scar because I hit a branch on the way down. There was a lot going on. <laughs> I mean, there. ever since we got to know each other, he, he's, he's, he's beaten and battered. I mean, he's like the Indiana Jones of this show. He's evolved, though. A lot going on back then. He's evolved. There's a lot going on back then. Now look at him. I'm just Again, I, mean, I saw I Sarah's Instagram stories, and I'm like, Chris Brock. I love it. I have to show. I'm going to take a shot of that, because I have to show Susie the flower arrangement you get. You got. She won't believe it's from you. <laughs> Maybe it was somebody else's order. I don't believe it was from me. Somebody else wound up with a tin can and a rose in it saying, wait a minute. And a Freddie Freeman card. What the hell? <laughs>